You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Erev Shabbos Kodesh, this must be Rishchod Araisa. I'm Aprom Kipolevich, and back after his... Uh, it was a it was a Pella that you weren't with us last week. But... So I have to tell you, no, get both of us, redheads. I did research on this. Redheads suffer from toothache much more than average people. And redhead, redheads also, the Novocaine is not as effective as by regular people. It takes more Novocaine and it takes a longer time for it to be effective. Well, you know, so it's... the term of a toothache by uns is schwer of you, I feel maybe I should maybe take something very stronger before I talk with you, because uh, maybe... I, I guess, know it's going to work. Yeah, I need something really tough. I've seen other discussions about redheads in terms of their pain threshold. There's yeah. some studies that show that redheads have a stronger pain threshold. For stinging, for stinging. I don't know. I, the only time in my life I got a bee sting was quite painful. I see. But uh, they were supposed to have more tolerance for stinging pain. I, I've seen that. I'll call upon him through, because of your... T- That's why you always sting me, huh, right? <laughs> you figure I'm impervious anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah, well, you know, the bites don't last that much, though. They're only, they're only momentary, and then they, they disappear. Um, I hope so. I hope so. I never go so deep. I never really sting so deeply. You, not, you a, not, not, a, not a giant killer hornet yet. Yes, yes. I haven't done a great... Yeah, I'm, I am not the, I'm not the red hornet yet. What I would say is that um, we, we missed you. And of course, uh, uh, we had Rav Nelson filled in for you. Did you get to listen to Rav Nelson's? I did. I was going to listen yesterday, but um turns out you can't listen to a podcast unless you download it. I thought I was going to be able to listen to the car from directly from I'm going to have to teach you. You don't, uh, you don't really need to have to download it. You have to know how to use your iPhone correctly. Uh-huh. Um, we, I also mentioned you uh, prominently. Uh, in my interview this week that I did with Chaim Jackter. And uh, we talked Fair about, enough. yes, we talked about the review and Jewish action. And we mm-hmm. talked about how, in some ways, you were in conversation with each other. And he had very nice things to say about you. So, although you were not with us, in many ways, you were, and your presence, of course, alluded you're mellowing in your old age. What he would have said is, I can. Maybe even five years ago. I can't get away from you no matter where I go. <laughs> if I cared, I invoked you. I invoked you. <laughs> I think I think Jackter says he's a true, a true, whether he said a, a, a godel, a true, not, I don't know if he said, I can't believe he said godel. If, I, I should have edited that out. <laughs> I think, no, he said, I, this no, no. he said Rav Shachter <laughs> is the god of Ador. Okay. And he said, and I sort of agreed in some fashion, but then he said that uh, that you are a, a, an incredible, incredible Tom And um, I find you incredible too. I don't <laughs> I find you. I find you're... I got it. Yes, yes, yes. The type of Tom Chochem you are is definitely an incredible. Incredible, right? Something more no, like one of my favorite uh, comic book uh, uh, characters, the Incredible Hulk. He's definitely quite incredible, and I have seen you get upset like like Hulk too. So you have to stay out of the way when when Bechopper smash. It's very it's very tough. Um, but you're back. The tooth is gone. Um, are you? You have to chew on a different side of your mouth now. 
Now it's in, it's still a little bit of pain, but not enough that I have to. I can I can chew on that side. Yes, yes. It's soft. Right, and 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 you're still talking out of both sides of your mouth, though, right? Well, Hashem, some things never change. <laughs> of course, look, there is one thing to be. Said. Oh, is there anybody else you have problem with? You can do this too. I'm just curious. <laughs> this is the part of the program everybody loves the best. I got I am happy that your tooth is better, but even I think people who are suffering with some tooth pain and tooth decay, redheads out there who are trying to protect themselves from the sun, uh, there is a um, you know the the, the soft uh, succulent meat of fables <laughs> and hymen. I think can even be eaten by people with sensitive teeth and gums. It really is something that, uh, you know, you, you, you when you bite into it, you it there's it's not spongy at all. Uh, no, you remind me of, although you probably don't know who he was because he was in Memphis, but there was a guy on the radio in the eighties, Art Raymond, uh, Art Raymond Simcha. Uh, he was the only Jewish, the only Jewish broadcaster was, at the time. And he did music, different kinds of music, Jewish, Israeli, whatever, and he would work the advertisements in. That way, very skillfully. Okay. Well, this yeah. was pretty unskillful, but I would say, uh, if you just let me finish my spiel with, uh, you know, with kudos to Art Raymond and apologies to Art Raymond and other uh, great pitchmen throughout the ages, um, I would say that, yes, an Abel's and a Hyman sausage is soft on the teeth. And even if you're suffering, I guess, some sort of pain, uh, you know, the bourbon, the apple bourbon uh, that's <laughs> in the meat can maybe salve the little bit of pain on your teeth uh again obviously take care of your teeth and don't let them rot away and don't be in a bad situation but even people that are suffering from toothaches like yourself i think can enjoy it and especially uh as we were uh, told by the great president the nosi in chief himself that on independence day which i guess is a double whammy sunday and monday you can there's still plenty of time to go out to your local neighborhood stores Get yourself some of those great sausages and hot dogs and grill them on Independence Day and then enjoy them. Enjoy them despite any sort of pains you might have. And I think it'll give you at least a moment of, of geschmack and a recognition that you are biting into and enjoying food that is betachlis akashos and betachlis hatam. I can tell you that we we, we are very, very makbid on all the inyanim of of, of the of the shritas that we take, uh, even today, I should tell you, despite the fact that there are extreme shortages uh, because due to COVID, Abel's and Hyman has not in, uh, is still retaining that and is still getting the suppliers that qualify on the top top shlachtoises. Uh, so that's my spiel for that. Let's talk about something uh, a little bit more um, terrible <laughs> and unfortunate and and and, and sad. And Geferlach, which of course is the Surfside uh, building collapse, the Champlain Towers. Um, I noticed uh, in my uh, perusing my emails that the OU changed subtly. Uh, I think at the beginning of this week, for a number of days, I think uh, on, on Friday, perhaps on Sunday, uh, the 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 Tehillim's uh, services that were being said every day uh, were about the names of Nebuch, the people that were trapped, and to say Tillim for them and for their Hatzol. And I think many shuls in the United States also, if they had their names, were saying them last week. I'm not sure if you in your pain were able to, to, um, 
to, to register that. But in our Beit Knesset, where we were by the Sephardim, uh, we said as many of the names as we could when we opened the Aron. Uh, on, on Monday, it was interesting that there was a subtle change. The subtle change was, it was with hope and um, support for those impacted. Uh, a Lushen as that could be Koilil, that we don't really expect to find people alive after three days uh, under the rubble, just in terms of air, in terms of being able to eat. And I think despite the fact that they didn't say we're davening for their neshamas, that was the implication. I think you agree with me, correct? Yes, definitely. However, uh, just um, yesterday, um, the Yeshiva News um, posted a drosha by uh, Y.Y. Jacobson, who is an incredible, uh, as you know, an incredible Marbitz Teira, uh, an incredible personality. We should get him on our program with all the things we've said about Chabad. I, I, I'm sure he'd be eager to respond to them. And Jacobson quoted a, uh, I haven't looked it up yet, but uh, something that the Rebbe said before he became Rebbe from his Rashimas, and um, all about the, the Gemara that's going to be in the Dafyomi, of course, of Mapelis, of Pikuach Nefesh. Um, and uh, not being Saimach Anroiv and with Pikuach Nefesh, and therefore using that, although I didn't hear the podcast and hear the promotion, I think that what people, what the, the emphasis was that we should still daven for their lives. We should still hope that the Nisim are occurring. Um, again, as someone who has sat with people who have been in the last stages of cancer, as someone who has, has nursed people and seen people go to the Omemis and, and, and in the last couple of days known that it would only be a nest shalikadera that could be mahapech, these things. Um, you know, I am somewhat jaded. And, and if people ask me to daven for nisim, I would say that this is probably the wrong thing to do. What, what, what's your feeling here? So we have a, in Chassidus, I think, I don't know if it's especially in Chabad, but the famous line comes from Chabad. And uh, the the which um, needs to my mind, the Chazanish came to combat. I got into an argument with one of the Bachman, the Yeshivas I visited this week, who said, No, Chazanish really holds the Chazanish approach. But um, the, to my mind, the Trachkut Vedzangut Chazanish approach means that uh, you, you always, always, always believe. The best will happen, and if it happens, it doesn't happen. Then it doesn't happen. But you always believe, believe, believe the best will happen, and you refuse utterly to accept the possibility that the best will not happen, because then that's the pesach for not to happen. Right. So, in other words, human beings have supernatural powers. Their ability to think about something. Yeah, that's of course they would say that. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, you da- you danced around the question, though. Again, you've been in a situation you've 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 davened for people who have been very very ill in your life. No, actually, I, I don't usually. So that's your answer. Your yeah, answer is that once the doctorim zogen that the ch- that this is a cancer that can't be really uh, fought off. You daven for palli- palliation, therefore. Right, or once right. they tell you the system, the body system is starting to shut down. Then the tefillah should not be for uh, a ness. It's almost like like the Gemara and Brochus, you're being a tefillah shov, right? Right. right. And therefore, it, it, it would seem to be a, a very incorrect thing 
to again, OU is couching it in a language where they can't be held, say, oh, you're saying they're dead? Are you saying they're really dead? They don't want to say that, right? Um, and even the news, uh, you know, of course, uh, all, all the news outlets, and even the, I think Biden, who went down there, um, you know, nobody wants to be masker uh, that, that that is really the case. Um, and of course, well, let's just say this is very different. Did you hear that kid of Shemus week of Biden? Okay, why don't you? I, I didn't. I wasn't aware. Why don't he went, you? He went to visit uh, somehow. I don't know when this happened, but it just came out. He went to visit or Rivlin or Rivlin came to visit him at some point and introduced him to Rivlin's, uh, uh, you know, chief secretary, whatever her name, whatever position is. Her name is um, Rabbits. Must be daughter of uh, you know the famous Rabbits. And uh, he told her. Rivlin told him that she's this Haredi woman has twelve children. And he bowed down to her. I see. As a way of sort of saying, I can't, it's incredible that you could have 12 children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once, you know, Biden is a Catholic. Biden comes from families that yeah. people would have a lot of children. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what he was being mishtafed. I get that she at the same time, she had this powerful position and she had 12 children. Uh-huh. In other words, she didn't have to compromise on her right. on her yeah. birth, on her ideals on birth control. Yeah. Unlike Biden, who of course has had to basically cut every possible deal he can while he's murder on his incredible frumkite as a Catholic, um, despite the fact that he is like uh, the number one anti-Catholic mensch in terms yeah. of which I realize I realize this leads off to a tangent. I'm reading off a tangent, which is, um, just struck me, but. So she actually said, as Rivlin is leaving, I think this week, next week, she said her next her next aim is to run to as a chaver knesset for Yadut Torah. Is to do what? She intends to be a chaverat knesset from Yadut Torah. Okay, so which is which is that she's going to represent Mamish Haredim. She's going to bash right. She's going to break through that uh, they call it glass ceiling, that um, iron ceiling. It's yes. fascinating for us to watch. Okay, okay I'm sorry. So let's get back to Biden. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, you should, there's a lot of things you have to say you're sorry for, but um, somehow, you know, I accept. Not apologizing to you, apologizing to the listeners. Yes, okay. Like the one or two listeners yeah, that are that are still here. I think most of the people have said, where the heck is the Resichos today? But I think we both say that, that and again, without demeaning, dismissing, um, and, and we know that Nisim... Well, I said, it is extremely irksome to have to confront that kind of talk. Right. Don't say, you don't want to, you don't, all of a sudden, you're Mr. Nice Guy. You don't want to get... Uh, right. The, what I'm saying is... What, say it outright. It's crazy. Right. I, I, right but, I, but I don't want the people listening to say, don't you care about... I, I would tell... So explain why it's crazy and you still yes, care. Yes, what you need is Rabbonim, Poiskim, Talmud HaKomim, people, normal people to say, look, you you need to now accept that even though you don't have the mess mamish, and in a certain sense hilchas avelus, and you have to wonder whether whether hilchas avelus can kick in or not, because if it's mamish going to be tomun atachas akarka to the point that they won't be able to. Well, that they asked how the World Trade Center when he asked the Beatles family, that's what else when they began shiva. I forgot what he told them. But I think told him very early. I think even before they gave up all hope. I think right, so. That. I think that's where you have to function, and that's what you need to do. No, I mentioned Kumtzarik from the Mechaim. Okay, so you're going to make a simcha, and you're going to say yes. 
but but you need to have an, a realistic anhaga. I think the, the 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 Jacobson article and the idea that we are being mispalil that that the rabbinic shalom has created a pocket of air and a pocket of food that has allowed them to live. I think those are the type of things which make us seem chutzmen uh, It makes us seem like we are, uh, you know, uh, like living in a fairy tale land. Have the This remind me again. I was in sixth grade. Roberto Clemente. He got. Uh, he died, of course, in a plane crash. Yeah, going so through- one of my friends said to me, he said, "I saw um, my fantasy is that he has an air pocket and under the sea, and he survived, and we'll find him." And, you know, so yes, that's a he, fantasy. Well, you know, Clemente, Clemente was not a very of a person. He was, he was, he did so much for. Must have been a big mensch. Yes, and he, I think he was a, from the Dominican Republic, I believe, and I think he was going there to for 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 charity reasons, and he was really again one of the really superstars. Um, again, I think um, I forgot who it was Dave Moranis. I think wrote a, a, a nice biography, which I once listened to in the car. Unlike you, who doesn't listen even when you take long drives. You can't listen to our podcast because you haven't figured out how to do it. Um, I have spent. Uh, I spend. I try to spend my my long drives uh, somehow in a, in a positive way. And, and and I heard all about Clemente. And you're right. I don't mind mentioning Clemente as a. But you're. But heroes are heroes. And I think that in the same way, all these tzaddikim and if the people who are niftarim, if they are, uh, you know, nebuch, uh, young people and older people, we need to start davening for the neshamas instead of davening necessarily for their gufin. You know, it's, it's kind of a Christian thing when they say, uh, uh, when, uh, when people pass away and I say, I'm praying for them and for their families. Well, 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 I don't even know what they mean by that. Okay, I think what it means is the family should have strength to be able to deal with Yeah, them. but they say, no, for the families, I understand, but they say we're praying for them. Yeah, so... For the people who died. Well, what's that? I don't think we have... I think it's not a Jewish concept. For someone... You want to go out and do a mice? Okay, but wait, wait, we don't say tailing for dead people. That's a good point. That's a good point. We don't daven for them, mamish. We try yeah. to we try to do pu'ulais that we know can do something. Right. We're not right. We're not. We're not again. It's it's hard to say. Again, this is a a very subtle and difficult thing. And again, I'm, it's not that I'm mamby pamby, but both of us have been avelim. We've davened for our parents. You've davened for your mother, I'm sure, for the omen. When you davened there, was in some ways you were davening that's that 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 you can affect what would happen to them. You weren't right. So no, no not like that. You have in mind. They're actually Heshmei Rabbit, my Kaddish. It should be as close for my mother because I'm a Zaka people in the midst. That's on a partial level. But I think that it gets when, especially, I don't know the way you were. You're not a, you're a Kaltamensch. When yeah, I so would what? daven, I would daven again. I, and again, I've daven. Yeah, you're, you're, you probably, you probably davening to your parents. It's okay. I, I don't, well, okay. I, I, we'll talk about that in a minute. But when I would daven for the Omid, many times, um, I would feel the strength of my parents pushing me through, oh. especially uh, when, I, as you know, I used to wear, when I gave shiurim, many people who know me from the past say, is he still wearing the mic? Does he still wear the mic? Because of throat polyps that I have. And when I had to daven two or three times a day, uh, and also be a magid shir and give shiurim, uh, every Wednesday my throat was hoarse. And I, I would try to keep the omit as much as I could if, if, if there wasn't pushing someone around. And um, 
I tried as, and I many times feel that my parents had helped me, that my mother, my father, and some have been me through that. And that, yeah, that and uh, I would feel that somehow in Shemayim, they were being margish that. When I go to their kvarim, and I hope to be able to go to my parents' kever this year, last year because of COVID, I wasn't able to go. When I go to their kvarim, I definitely talk to them. I don't daven to them, but I talk to them and I ask them to be, uh, I ask them to be, to do things to, to, in Shemayim or whatever heichal they're in. Uh, now, you've been to your mother's uh, kever recently? Nope, not at all. Why not? I saw on your on your blog page that you you you, you put up your ticket. You are putting. Yeah, we're not, I don't. We're going to be able to go because uh, they're threatening to close down the whole country again. Uh huh. Okay. When you go there, do you expect to speak to your mom? I have no idea. I've never done it before. I see. Well, we'll right. I'm a count to mention. I don't know. I'll probably go there and look around the graves. I have no idea. <laughs> All I can tell you is is that I I turned to. Uh, not the jelly, but I just become the waterworks don't stop, especially when I when I think about my father. And you know how close I was to my dad because uh, you remember him well. So, uh, um, and I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, but you're right. The idea of, of I guess I pray for him and his family. There is an idea that somehow let's pray for his soul, and somehow our prayers can change what the din shemayim will be. I think that's what they're trying to say. Um, so I think we've, 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 as much as we've stepped and been cold, I think about this, I think that we, it's a, it's, it's a dose of tough love that they need. People need to know realistic tfilos, tfilos bishas. Uh, and again, obviously you need, let, let, let's say it better, Abyasif. You need to have accurate knowledge from your doctor or from your engineer about the possibilities and you have to do your utmost to 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 make that ishtadus. But once the idea becomes core, being makabal is the is, is the most important thing because it's going to make you a more efficient person. It's going to allow you to deal with the, the, the tragedy and the grief much more. Whereas if you still had these crazy machshavas of of, of nisim v'nefloyes, you know you, you're going to sort of it will not portend well for you. I don't think. And uh, but we can get, maybe get a Chabadzker to come on and, and speak about things and, and tell us how we're wrong about this. It's like you know, until the Rebbe was Nifter, right? They had this hotline you could call every day to get updates on the uh, Rebbe's condition. So I used to call from time to time, and every time they called, they said the Rebbe is recovering in an amazing way, and the, the doctors are almost spoiled from how cool the Rebbe is recuperating and recovering and beyond. I, yeah, it's well, the amount, okay, look, the amount of, of propaganda that um, that they produced in order to keep the Hamoin uh, within the Gedorim is, is is immense. And I think books will books will be written about that movement and about what it's about. As much as I really I, I actually had a very wonderful conversation this week with the head librarian at 770. Because I was trying to track down... You must be a very learned person because they have a very special library. Yes, yes. I was talking to the head librarian there with a very geschmackish moose. And I have the utmost respect for, for Chabad thinkers and Chabad Teira. But again, they are in a certain sense, there's a certain blindness that, that exists there. And uh, it, it coexists yeah. so incredibly with... I just want to point out that it's not necessarily everything YY says, Ruach... 
So I don't know if we should necessarily take him as the definitive, I, you know. Yeah, I have a The point is, is that Chabad, I think, has done an incredible job of retaining efficient, brilliant thinking. At the same time, juggling things which in our mind seem to be out of bounds. Um, and, and, but still, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not ready to call them the cat. I'm not ready to say they are the cat. No. I, I think that we need to be ba'aftas and b'shalom, yeah. and we really need to, and we need their kaychas because, as you as you as we've said many times, they have been the leaders in so many mm-hmm. ways. And I think you know, let's go on to the other thing that you made me aware of this week. Um, very touchy subject, but why don't you talk about it? Has to kashras. What? I guess it has to do. Okay, let me just say that it would never happen over here because of the, <laughs> the incredible. You have to ready together. The credit, well, I have been here. I have been here and overseen the kashras, the the kashering that occurred. But over Pesach, there was right before Pesach, there was a kashering uh, that occurred in. I think it was the Evergreen uh, Retirement yeah, Center. Yeah, in Spring Valley. Yeah. Evergreen Retirement Center in Spring Valley, which I I guess has a a, a very large amount of uh, of Jews uh, that are uh, that are residents there, and the kashering is again in these facilities. They call in the pros to kosher for, for Pesach. Um, I have overseen it, and I've seen it happen. Normally, the pros come in, um, and, and there are a number of people that are very adept at it, and they bring either one or two people with them, and um, they use a blowtorch in order to be able uh, to make sure any residue of any chametz is gone, um, and, and the ovens are, are, are it's mamish alibun, uh, to the point that it's kosher v'kol adeus. And uh, why don't you take the story up from there? Well, there was a, evidently a, a rabbi and son, I don't don't think we should name them, but it's supposed to be uh, 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 the rabbi is supposed to be a Talmud Chacham, but certainly a cover based in here in Muncie. And they were obviously using blowtorches and they set the, uh, it's not clear whether when they left there was a fire already in progress, whether the fire started after they left the scene and that they had turned off the alarm and therefore nobody found out about the fire in time. The what happened is not 100% clear to at least not to us outsiders. So, so but, let me explain it better for, for if I think it's still a little bit vague. In order to bring in these blowtorches, especially now, again, when we bring the blowtorch in Abel's and Hyman, it's, it's much different. We have a, a very large a facility it's not as big as the other ones and that's part of our charm that we're small enough to produce things in a gishmaka way but the um it, it's much larger than your average kitchen in a nursing home and therefore the the the, ex, the exposed flame of the blowtorch especially as all the kitchens based on the laws of the states whether it's new york or new jersey have uh, are extremely strict in their fire codes because they shouldn't, so it, it would seem that the blowtorching, unless it's really done well, will set off the fire alarm. So what it seems like these mashkicham are doing is during the hours that they are kashering, which sometimes can take four to five hours, sometimes more. Usually they try to do it overnight. Uh, they will um, uh, uh, detach the fire alarm. And this way, they'll be able to kosher, whatever smoke, they'll be able to clear out by opening the windows, and then things will be okay. However, here in this case, it seems that the uh, 
through the kashrim and through the blowtorch that was used, some things became on fire and spread, and the fire soon uh, engulfed the building. I don't know if it engulfed the whole building, but parts of it, um, um, a, uh, a courageous uh, member of the first responders, a, 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 a fireman, came to the scene and was trying to help and, and bring people out and put the fire out and succumbed to the flames. Uh, were there any other? There were some other people who died as well. I think, no, I think it was he's the only one who died. I think other people, you know, suffered smoke inhalation, such like. But I don't think anybody else died. Uh-huh. So the other people were able to be saved, but he and his in, in, in attempting to save people died. And when a fireman dies, there's always going to be an investigation, and uh, probably more, as we know from our good friend uh, <laughs> Governor Cuomo, probably more than if someone from the nursing home had died. But since it was a fireman that died. <laughs> An, invest, an investigation occurred, and it, it discovered that there had been some, as you said, been some hanky panky, not in that type of hanky panky, but there had been some uh, cover up about the fire alarm and what had happened, and et cetera. And it, it resulted in these this uh, Rava Machshir, who was known as a Dayan and Talmud and his son being arrested, arraigned this week, arrested this week on charges of manslaughter which yeah which you know you in our wonderful Derek Chauvin episode which is available on our podcast site we talk about the various charges and we talk about what manslaughter is manslaughter is you know a person you know comes into a bank and starts you know uh, spraying bullets everywhere because he wants people to to understand that he means business and somebody gets killed that's called manslaughter because you're acting in this uh, egregiously rash way where you know it's deadly force um to bring in a, they are assuming that bringing in a blowtorch and undoing the fire alarm or in general is 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 similar to a guy going into a bank and shooting around and so this is very very serious and i think when you sent this to me the first feeling you had was the incredible Chil Hashem involved, correct? Yes. And, you know, you have no greater Chuma than Asi de Kula, and a terrible Kula, than to disconnect the fire alarm for... Because um... as we know, as much as fire, the, the blowtorch is, 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 is the best, there's still a way to do a very good Libunkal there's a way to be able to take the grates of the oven and put them on top of the flame without necessarily using the blowtorch to get every shemetz out. Especially, again, there are chumras, alpi chumras that we have in Hilchas Pesach, but this is an example, especially considering this small facility, the smallness of the facility, and the fact that there's also, there's an issue that every person in the nursing home can be considered a chayla, uh, sure. Not necessarily but enough to be meiko on 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 on, 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 on mamish. So when you have these the, the chumris that are pushed in order to be machmer uh, so much for Ilkas kashras and Ilkas pesach, it seems to be a tremendous lack of seichel. And it, it, would you say? And here's where our risichas comes in. I mean, can't get a worse of a risichas than aish than the aish of the nursing home. But once again, is this reflective of, of an attitude that, you know, kashras iberalis, and we're going to push the to the point where we're going to be docha to the side, our, our carefulness uh, in, in ways, 
and, and say, yeah, and, and, and say, yeah, nothing's going to happen. We've done it a hundred times. And then, unfortunately, have this incredible, terrible... At that time. point, the one out of a hundred times that it happens. So, so, so yeah. again, I think what we're suffering from is the, the, the luxury of assuming... Hubris. The hubris and, and the luxury we've had of we can be Makayim, everything, I'll be Aloha, Betachos, Betachos, Betachos. And, 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 and again, I, I think over here, the, um, this is sort of whether it's the same attitude that took hold in terms of not... Um, uh, Cal- Say it is Miami. Yeah, the building. That's what we have to say, right? No, I was going to say it's the... Ad- building inspectors in Miami. They also, you know, probably felt $99,000. What's going to happen? Okay, I, I was trying to make a point that we need. The inspectors are also charged here, but I don't know how it connects. The inspectors in the nursing home in Spring Valley are also charged. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, it's a, uh, it's, 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 it's quite, quite a. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. What are you going to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I, nothing too deep. All I was going to say is, is that the attitude that we don't have to wear masks, the attitude that we understand, the attitude that we have to be Makayim Kriyas the fact that we have to have our shuls open, all these things where we want to be, we have the luxury to believe that we live in a country where we can Makayim Halacha up until the, 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 the nth degree, despite what are the, the, the ramifications and what will occur because of that, right. which is the Chil Hashem of people see us, the, the possibility of infection. And over here, once again, pushing halacha to the point uh, where you, you're taking a risk with, with, with human life. So I think, I, I hate, I, I don't want to uh, badmouth or in any way imply, because we don't know. I happen to know this person as well. And he was, if it, he is recognized as a person who is uh, a, 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 a stellar Talmud Chacham, but if this is the, uh, the if this is the mindset of the da, of the door, the mindset of the door affects everyone, as the Rambam tells us. Everybody is affected, even people who always think with seichel yosher. Uh, and many times, if oh, we can always we can always be makayim this, uh, yeah, it's no problem. So I think that we are talking really. I, I think there is a theme here that that runs through it. Um, that runs through this. Agado should have come out. After this thing in Spring Valley that said, Rabbi Sai, you can't be overdue conscious. I didn't know it was playing so far in the newspaper. I know it's because of this, uh, this post. You can't overdo conscious. If this, and it's much, instead of going after, uh, you know, other issues, this is a pressing issue of Pikoach Nefesh, Kilo Hashem, Nutsicha. Why is nobody saying anything? Well, again, I, I think that um, uh, especially when the person that's nitvas is known as a as a as a Talmud Chocham Muvak, everyone is afraid to come out. You know, my my close friend who um, was involved in in the his, old boys, the old boys league. There, I wouldn't. Yeah, it, part of it is the old boys league, and part of it is who knows when it's going to come for you. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right. What's the way you're going to get thrown under the bus the next time? I think part of it is again, and I'll say it. I think the person is moida that he did the wrong thing when you know with the the strong arming with Gitin that was done to the point of uh, you know of beating people up, 
kidnapping and be beating people up in order to be matzil, agunos, etc. Um, you know, we do not see from the G'dayli Yisrael, from the Rabbonim, we do not see them issue a hachlota, uh, that this is loizu aderech, and that we don't stand by this. Um, and I, I think that is probably the attitude, uh, that, you know, we don't want to badmouth Rabbonim, we don't want to put Rabbonim in, in a certain, uh, in a bad light. But when it's, a, the emperor has no clothes. Once it's already out there, once the guy's in a jumpsuit, once the guy is sitting, is standing trial, um, we need to speak up and we need to say things. We don't have to be like Judge Kaufman in the Rosenberg trial and say, oh, I'm going to be more machmer than any, any, any non-Jew. I'm going, to, I'm going to put you guys to death no matter what. But unless our voices are clear and articulate, this doesn't stand, this was an unfortunate and, uh, incident. It was an exception. It's not what we hold of. And we're not, we're not condemning the person completely. We condemn the actions. We condemn what occurred. And we distance ourselves totally and completely from this person and his actions. I think that needs to be said. You're right. And it wasn't said in the nursing home situation. And it wasn't said years ago. I don't think those things are going to change. Most people are not like us who are basically flotsam, who are just able to say what we want. And yeah, I heard it on the podcast. Most people have real jobs and they have they answer to real people. And because of that, they are part of that good old boys network that even you probably aspired to be part of and wanted to have a seat. Once at the table. Yes, yes. You wanted to seat at that table. I was told right away that redheads, you're going to have a very tough time on that. I thought when uh, the, our Talmud from Skokie became... I guess we can put this baby to bed uh, with the Maimar Chazal uh, that describes why which sounds strange. And the Mephoshim explained what it means is, of course, is that they did not go with Nimish for Sadin, that basically they were makbid as much as possible to whether it had to do with a person who came in front of them, Ladin, or in terms of their general policy, that they tried and they felt, this is what we have to do. We have to be Mekayim Torah. Torah became almost a getchka in its own right, as opposed to understanding that Torah is a way for Yisrael v'araisa v'kutra v'richo. Torah is the means that we have of bonding with Rabbanisha. And if it means that a human nefesh leaves the world earlier, or that the, the Kedusha, the Chilul Hashem of Rabbeinu is made less in the world. So the Torah, which is only the Makasher between the human and God, is really elevated way beyond. So as much as we both, both of us love Torah and the Kima Mitzvah Torah, to be Maimed, Tafkal Din Torah, is really the attitude, as the Tziv explains, of course, in the many places, that Domina Bereshis, Sefer Dvarim, that leads to a uh, a, a single-mindedness and blinders about even understanding who other people are. And it causes people to use this Torah mentality as a way to uh, paint others who are slightly different, not as from necessarily, who have deus zorois, and treat them as if they're apikarsim and goyim, and, and, and which, which the Nitziv says lent itself, of course, to Ritzichas as well. Where um, and, and I think that is, if something we can perhaps extract from this, is to be is, is to, to understand what the Torah Torahism means for. We're not talking about diluting Torah, but we're talking about using Torah in the way that it was meant for. 
and, and being part of it in the way it was meant for, in a way that only brings a Kiddush Hashem and the hopefully the restoration of the Beis Hamikdosh. So on that very preachy note, I will bid you goodbye for this week, Rabbi Yosef Kafriel. I know that um, I'm smelling the, uh, the the sweet Italian, and <laughs> it, it beckons to me. Take care, everybody. Have a great Shabbos. Be well. Okay. That was a video. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 